Hello and welcome back to the Cheeky Rascals podcast. This week I'm speaking with Jace Travis. Jace Travis from Sweating Mama East Hampshire is a pre and postnatal fitness specialist. Jace is passionate about helping women getting back into fitness after having a baby in a safe environment and providing a supportive network of like-minded mums. She's a mum herself to a nearly three-year-old, so she understands how difficult it is to find time for yourself around your little ones to exercise. Sweaty Mum is the perfect combination as you can get your workout in whilst bringing your little one with you. Sweaty Mama classes are held all across the UK. Thank you so much for being a guest today, Jace. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. So obviously we've just had New Year's. It's time for New Year's resolutions. Everyone kind of gets a bit of a fitness craze, I think, around January. I'm actually personally, I really am into my fitness, so I absolutely love going to the gym. But I think we always see in January, the gyms are always so full. Um, It might be a time where, you know, mums are starting to think, okay, how do I go about my fitness regime? You know, they might be pregnant or they might just be postpartum. Just kind of going a bit into your backstory, how did you actually get involved in Sweaty Mama and your own fitness story as well? So I'm actually a trained professional dancer myself. Um, So I trained in musical theatre and performing arts from a very young age. So I've always been very much into my fitness um, and into physical exercise um, for mental and physical health. And then in 2019, um, I became the instructor for the East Hampshire franchise. And then during the first lockdown of COVID, the opportunity arose to actually take over the business instead, um, as well as be the instructor. And I just thought it was too good an opportunity to miss. I've always wanted to do something that's, you know, been able to work around children. And whenever that time came and actually after getting the business, I then did fall pregnant with my first baby. And yeah, it just seemed to be a no brainer for me, to be honest. I'm yeah, very much into my own fitness. I think the benefits for mental well-being and physical well-being are incredible. And there's so many different variations that you can do to suit all different levels that there's something out there for everybody. Definitely. I think that's something that I I really agree with as well. Personally, myself, I do find that my mental well-being is just so much better once I've had like a really good gym session. Yeah. Um, you touched on there that you you were a, a trained dancer. Did you also then teach kids how to dance as well? Or was that something that you ventured into? Yep. So I also actually run my own dance school um, or co-run a dance school at the moment as well with a friend of mine, uh, which is actually an Italian Conti franchise as well from where I trained. So, yes, I do still have my toes in the performing arts world. Um, which I love. Again, it's very, very teaching children is very different to teaching adults. But yes, I have taught children in the past. But for me, adults are easier. <laughs> <laughs> We've touched on the mental and physical aspects of exercise. For you personally, what are some of those key benefits for exercise during pregnancy? So exercising during pregnancy, um, it helps you keep your body strong which then means your body's able to cope better with the pressures that come with growing a baby. So obviously as your baby grows, they get heavier, your body changes, your bump gets bigger, um, and there are strains in the body that it's not used to. So just by doing some sort of fitness will definitely help your body's strength grow as well as when your baby grows. Obviously don't go into something that is something you've never done before. So if you're not a runner, don't start running and think, well, I must keep, I must get fit whilst I'm pregnant. 
your body is able to do what you are used to doing. So if that is just gentle walking, then keep up the gentle walking. Don't just suddenly think I can't do anything. I must stop. Do keep doing what you can do um, and do try and get some strength exercises within there as well. You've just said there, obviously, if you're not a runner, don't start running. So how can we safely exercise during pregnancy? And what are some of those warning signs that maybe your body is telling you that actually you do need to slow down? Um, so for safe exercise, I'd always recommend getting advice first. Um, so if you're not into if you're not into exercise, but you want to try and start something, get some advice, um, seek medical advice first, or speak to an instructor who's qualified within the pre and postnatal world to see what is suitable for you. If you're unsure, there are obviously you know lower lower impact classes that you can start with, so they're a good starting point to go for. A sign to show that your body needs to, you know, take it a bit easier. You should always be able to hold a conversation with whatever exercise you're doing. Um, so whether that is your running or an aerobics class or your Pilates class or whatever, you should still be able to hold a conversation whilst you're doing that exercise. If you find you're starting to struggle to do that and your breathing is affected, then that's a sign that you're taking it a bit too far now and you need to take it down a notch. And is that for post and during pregnancy as well mostly during pregnancy I would say however that doesn't mean that that isn't a sign for post birth as well um you know you know your own body you know what your body is usually capable of and if you feel like you're starting to not be able to do something then definitely just take it back take it a pace lower don't do as many reps of things or you know if you are running go to jogging or jogging go to walking etc so what are some exercises that you would recommend during pregnancy so squats are a great exercise um, to do during pregnancy they help strengthen your pelvic floor they help strengthen your glutes and obviously your lower half of your body takes in quite a bit of an impact especially you know your lower back and things as well and obviously your core um whilst growing a baby but yeah so squats are definitely great there are some exercises you can do for your core as well but they're very minimal and you don't want to put any extra pressure on the core whilst you are during pregnancy when should we I don't want to say stop but also like maybe potentially stop exercise like prior to giving birth so that is completely up to the individual really um I actually myself carried on teaching right up until I was 37 weeks pregnant I believe but I have known other instructors do up until 39 weeks. It is completely just dependent on how you and your pregnancy is going. If you're having a fairly straightforward, easy pregnancy, then there is no reason why you can't keep going until you feel uncomfortable and need to stop. Obviously, if you're having a bit more of a difficult pregnancy and there's a bit more complications, then do make sure you seek advice as you're going through your pregnancy. And they may advise if you've got, you know, pelvic girdle pain or anything like that, to actually now's probably a good time to stop the exercise and just rest for a bit well yeah and so if I mean this might not be your specialty um if you are if you are obviously exercising during pregnancy what food should we be eating to kind of keep you helping in that maintain balanced diet obviously that's good for baby obviously there's certain foods that you have to avoid anyway but is there anything that you would personally recommend that actually could be a quite a beneficial food during fitness with pregnancy there's nothing I would necessarily say because again I'm not I'm not a nutritional expert so I wouldn't advise on what people should or shouldn't eat as such but I think 
as long as you maintain a balanced diet and just obviously ensure you keep yourself hydrated, mm-hmm. that's the most important thing. So obviously your body needs the water, um, A, for around baby. So as you're sweating, you need to make sure you're hydrating your body again to keep that water in there. But yeah, just making sure you keep a balanced diet and you are fueling your body before you exercise. Don't think that you can just go into an exercise without having something within your system because obviously your sugar levels will drop whilst you're exercising anyway. And whilst carrying a baby, that's not obviously ideal. So yeah, just make sure you are hydrating and fueling your body before you do exercise. So moving on to afterbirth, how does somebody know that they are ready to start exercising again? I think that's very much to the individual. Everyone is different. Some are ready to come back as soon as they've been signed off by their chief GP at their six to eight week mark. Um, some might not be ready for a few months. And it also completely depends on the type of birth that you've had as well. That can play an impact onto your recovery and all those sorts of things and mentally how you're feeling as well. Um, so there's no right or wrong time. But if you're really unsure... Um, and you don't feel like you've had enough guidance from your GP, um, I definitely recommend going to get something that's called a, a full mummy MOT check. And they will check everything over for you from pelvic floor to your core, prolapse, anything like that. They will check it and just check that you're okay and give you tips and hints. If there are things that are going on, they can advise on exercises to do to help build up a bit of strength before potentially coming back into any sort of physical exercise. Where would somebody go to get one of these full mummy MOTs? I haven't heard of this before. So where no, there is there go? is an actual company that oh, are right, called okay. I think they're actually called the Mummy MOT. Mm-hmm. But if somebody just literally went into Google uh, Mummy Well Check or Mummy Health Check after birth mm-hmm. or Mummy MOT, it should come up on Google someone local within their area who is a registered physio who has got that extended training to do the mummy um side of it as well. But there are lots around. There are lots around the country. We have to slightly touched on it there. So exercising after birth does, it sounds like it becomes dependent on the type of birth that you have had. So does that then make the type of exercise that you have to do dependent on the type of birth you've had? So does someone who's had a C-section, should they potentially be exercising slightly differently to someone who has had a vaginal birth? Yeah. So exercises will differ slightly. Um, depending if you've had a C-section or an actual birth. Because obviously with a C-section, there's been quite a severe trauma to the body. Um, not saying that vaginal doesn't have a trauma as well. It's just in a different type of way. But the muscles within your core have obviously been cut to help um, deliver your baby. So abdominal work is reduced much more um, for C-section. And we usually do advise women who have had a C-section to start classes, especially for us, at least 12 weeks post-birth just to allow that scar tissue and allow those layers of muscles and everything to um, heal back together. That doesn't mean to say you can't exercise. There are just adaptations and abdominal work is changed differently to when it would be with a vaginal birth. I think obviously we're in 2024 now and we're in an age where we're seeing all of these people kind of go back and we don't always see the realistic side of going back and having exercise after giving birth and, you know, seeing on comments, mums typing like, oh, how did you get back in shape so quickly and things like that. So how, when we're surrounded by all these things that, you know, might, might potentially be pushing us to think that we need to snap back after birth, how can we set realistic goals for ourselves? 
yeah, people are very hard on themselves and will always try and um, set unrealistic goals. I think that's as a natural thing that especially I think women do. And after birth, I think I always try and remind my mamas that you have just had a baby. You've had a massive change impact in your life and you have done something amazing and your body has grown this human. So give yourself some credit and give yourself a bit of a rest from those goals for a little bit. Just, you know, allow your body to do what it needs to do because you have just grown a child. Obviously, I don't necessarily ask people at classes what their goals are. Um, some are coming, obviously, just purely for the mental well-being. Some are going to make friends. Some are aiming to get that pre-baby body back. But if someone wants to express their goals with me, then I'm more than happy to go through it with them and help them try and achieve that. But I think by just creating a positive atmosphere and a healthy atmosphere and environment for mums to come to do exercise classes, you're already helping them get to their goal anyway because they're feeling comfortable with being able to do their exercise they're not worried about how they look going into that exercise class because everybody is in the same situation so I would just say don't try and set unrealistic goals give yourself some time allow yourself to enjoy that new phase of having a baby the goalposts may change Mm -hmm. do three months a six month nine month and a 12 month goalpost and see where you get it's not going to be a quick fix as much as we would all probably hope it could be a quick fix, but yeah, just try not to be too hard on yourself is what I would say to new mums. How do you personally create that warm and inviting atmosphere within one of your classes? So I always welcome everybody um, as soon as they come in. I have little WhatsApp groups for every one of my classes. So everybody who's a part of that group will be added to that WhatsApp group. There is just general chit chat that goes on in the groups as well. People ask questions um, regarding, you know, sleep or feeding or whatever. And I try and use a lot of venues that have got either facilities for a coffee and things after class so people can have a bit of a chat together. And I usually have a little bit of time before and after classes are finished within the room. So when people are changing their little ones or whatever, they have a little bit of a chat if their babies are crawled towards each other during class. And, you know, it's just there's no judgment. So people can do what they need to do within classes. Some might be feeding, some might be changing, some might do two tracks, some might not do any of it. Someone might do the whole thing. So it's just, yeah, I, it's the class is there for them to do what they want to do within that time frame. If they want to get all the exercise in, then they can. If they need to spend some more time with their little one, then that's what they need to do. So I just try and be as open as possible as well for them and as friendly face as possible. And how are your classes designed so that mums of all fitness levels can get involved? So we do lots of different adaptations within the session, especially as I know, because there may be injuries that have occurred after pregnancy as well, Um, especially within the joints and the muscles and things, they can get a bit softer after having a baby. So there are, there can be injuries that occur from that. Um, So we do lots of different adaptations, which are demonstrated throughout the class. Um, So if someone doesn't want to say do lunges, we can say we'll just stick to squats then so it's not pressure on one leg you're doing it through two instead Um, and lots of different floor exercises as well um, which can also be suited to prenatal as well as postnatal so again we can change and vary the um, sessions to that and we also run completely different styles of classes as well so if someone's not feeling a sweaty mama they could do a mamalatis class which is more a relaxing environment or boot camp which is completely completely different again 
although that is baby free. So not one to bring the little ones to. (laughs) And so when I was doing a bit of research for this episode, I actually was looking at your website and I found that Sweaty Mama was actually founded from a personal experience with diactus recti. Now, according to uh, the Cleveland Clinic, um, this occurs when the rectus abdominis muscles, that's really hard to say, (laughs) um, basically the six-pack ab muscles, um, separate during pregnancy from being stretched. The separation can make a person's belly stick out or bulge months or years postpartum. It can be prepared with special exercises to to help close the separation. So what exercises would you recommend to repair the separation? So for that one, you're looking to use exercises that will help strengthen the oblique muscles. So that's your side ab muscles right down the side rather than any central muscles. Um, So an example could be something like a side plank. So you're using the side rather than using any central core work. And that can be adapted. You can start with your knees together. And then gradually build up the strength to have both of your legs extended within your side plank. The key thing is whatever you're doing, whatever exercise it may be doing, is to keep your core muscles activated and engaged. So always thinking, imagining your tummy button is being sucked back to your spine as if there's two magnets attached to them. So whatever exercise you're doing, you're going to actively try and engage those core muscles and keep bringing them back in. Because even if you're doing the most simple exercise, if you're not engaging that core, it's going to come out anyway. So you need to always actively think of engaging it and no, no exercise that's just purely focused on the central core. So yeah, a great one is a side plank, which obviously you can do multiple variations of. I would just like to say as well, like, I think that this is absolutely incredible. I love the idea of mums just being able to come together and a very a non-judgmental environment And they're just able to, as you say, if they want to get involved, they can. If they need, you know, a moment just to spend with their little one, then they can do that. Um, I like the idea that I think we sometimes do see exercise as a very regimented thing of like, right, I need to wake up at 6am, I need to go for a run and I need to do this. And I think that's one of the the great things that I've seen from Sweaty Mama is that actually it's just very relaxed and it's exercise that you can do together in your way which I think is absolutely fantastic. So thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, you're welcome. So I I don't know if there's anything else that you would finally like to say. Um, No, just obviously if anyone has any queries or questions about Sweaty Mama, then they can head to the main Sweaty Mama website. We've got lots of franchises around the country now, so there's definitely going to be a class that's near you. All us instructors are open for chats conversations questions queries or anything like that a meetup if you want to meet for a quick chat come down to a class and just see us and have a little chat and just see what it's all about it is I have to say been the best thing I've ever done and the community and tribe that we create in classes is just amazing and I'm so happy and I feel so privileged that I can help mums get through their first bit of maternity um, which can feel quite lonely at times so yeah it's just it is an amazing environment and you know we'd love to welcome and join you well if you would like to join a sweaty mama's class all their details will be linked down below so you can find them through their social media or as we said through their website so thank you so much for coming on today and i can have a great day thank you so much for dedicating some of your free time to listen to the cheeky articles podcast today If you'd like to find out any more information about us or our guest, 
please check the description box where there'll be links to social media and websites so you can find out all the information that you need. If you like what you heard today, why don't you give us a five-star review and also turn on our post notifications so you know the next time that we upload an episode. From all the team at Cheeky Rascals, have a great day.